Hey everyone, before we get started, I just want to talk about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor simply is the perfect place to go if you're trying to start a podcast. First off, free, that's great, but there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Super easy to use, super intuitive. Uh, And then once you have that edited, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more places uh, where you listen to podcasts. And when they're distributed, you can start making money from your podcast right away, no minimum listenership, start getting that Anchor money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. So what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm right now to get started. Now, the Schooner Pod. Hello, and welcome to the Weekend Spread presented by the Schooner Pod, our weekly pick show where we give you sometimes accurate picks, but always good times. <laughs> Anyways, look, that was, look, I gotta say, that intro was about as rough as Jameson's week, who went one and seven after topping the leaderboard, or getting close to the top. Jameson, what do you have to say for yourself, man? We told you A&M... We told you A&M covering over your Alabama was a bad idea. You did it anyway. Sometimes you want the forbidden fruit, Bobby. Sometimes <laughs> you just want a little bite just to see that maybe if you were the one person to pull off the miracle, oh, it tastes so good. But know you know feeling. that you're not supposed to. You know that you're not supposed to. And it's just bit me hard. My only win was fading Kansas. That's a gimme. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm I'm down in the dumps. Thank God people don't come to this looking for actual advice to use their own money because, God, this is not good in the slightest right now. Um, it's okay. Shooters have off games. You keep on shooting. I'm keeping my head up. Yeah, this is two really bad weeks in a row. But it's okay. I started off with two decent picks. Um, so, um, but – Oh well. Yeah. Jameson has done the, the OU football this season and started out really promising and then has lost everything else. Yeah, I guess I guess so. Ty's still on top at fifteen and fifteen. Um me and Jameson tied at twelve. <laughs> Dominating <laughs> half of his stuff right and other half wrong. <laughs> Dominating two bozos and a guy rolling dice. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, Blake is only one game behind. Blake went two and six. Yeah, and we just point out, like Blake taking guesses what two and six. To give, to give Blake credit, the dice have saved him several weeks. His actual picks would have been worse, but it has just been an absolute statistical anomaly that the dice are as bad as they are consistently. It just. It, it does not make sense mathematically that a 50-50 chance for every single game is that wrong as often as, as it is. <laughs> the second you hear Blake rolling him, it goes, oh, I like these dice. The dice are hot. You know it's going bad. You know it's going to go right down. Bowden Blake, by the way, we will clip him in as uh, we go, as we always do, except for when he's late because, you know, lawyer pirate stuff, whatever. Anyways, that's enough preamble. Let's get right into our picks with probably the most cursed pick on the slate, Texas Tech at Iowa State. <laughs> 230 ABC, Iowa State is favored Ugh. by 12 and a half. 
the Cyclones top 25 after their upset over Oklahoma, in case you didn't hear the other podcast or have, you know, any sense of college football, in which case, thanks for the free anchor money for a sport you don't understand. Anyways, let's get into it. Ty, do you think the Cyclones are going to continue their momentum after this big win, or do you see uh, Texas Tech, you know, kind of tripping them up? We know we know the uh, Red Raiders could be a little bit of a weird wild card here. I think it's less about Iowa State. I, I Again, I think Iowa State week to week is the same. They're a very consistent team that just consistently, you know, chugs along and, and waits on – you know, you to make mistakes and they just put their head down and they do their thing. And sometimes they win. Most of the time they win. Sometimes they lose. Um, Texas tech on the other hand is just a wildly just all over the board team. Uh, but they, I think if it, if Texas tech is doing good and they turn it into a shootout, then I think that tech can easily, um, you know, win it outright, let alone cover here, even though it is at Iowa state. Um, but at the same time, I, I think that Iowa State, in their consistency, is the safer bet. Even even though this is a, a double digit uh, line, I think that Iowa State is the smarter decision here uh, because you know what you're going to get from them, and Tech could be, you know, crazy good or Tech could be crazy bad. Um, I think it is a pretty high line for the offense that we've seen from Iowa State. But I'm going to go with Iowa State here, but I also would not be surprised if Texas straight up wins. Yeah, I'm going to disrespect our friends over in Ames, Iowa, and go with Texas Tech to cover this. I just – 12 and a half is a little too much. I think the Red Raiders, while they're not fantastic, they do enough to keep in this game. I think Iowa State, well, look, sure, great, good job. You beat a not great OU team. I, I just – I think the Red Raiders are going to do enough to keep it close, keep it muddy. Uh, so give me tech to cover, but this isn't a great line. I don't advise picking it at all. Jameson, what's your thoughts? Are you going to join me in disrespecting uh, Iowa State? You're overlooking our Cyclones. Did I hear Ty say that Iowa State was the safe pick and Texas Tech is a risky team that you don't know what you're going to get? I love picking risky teams that you never know what you're going to get. I love it. I love it so much. We're three minutes ago talking about how losing you every week. No, you, know what? Me, but it, you, get, you get a little taste of the risk, and you're like, ah. Oh. Let me tell you me, But it's time to go back to the old me. <laughs> I gotta tell you something. When you lose, it sucks. But when you win, it's amazing. Oh. <laughs> I'm willing to. Oh, give me the risky pick. Alan Bowman is day to day. He didn't do um, much in the last game versus K State, which I picked Texas Tech to win that one. Um, he only threw the ball seven times before he got went out with an ankle injury. He's considered day to day, like I said. Um, probably questionable to play. Um, TJ Basher had two catches in 10 yards last game, and they're lost. I don't see that happening again. That's their star um, on the offense. So uh, give me Texas Tech. Keep it close within 12 and a half. I'm not going to completely keep on disrespecting the people in Ames, Iowa, as Bobby is, because he I can tell he's definitely still hurt. We'll see if he continues to jab at them next podcast. Tune in if you want to see if Bobby is going to take more jabs at y'all, Iowa State fans. <laughs> but um, give me the risky dogs at Texas Tech. Yeah, I, apparently I can't hand, handle like a single ounce of uh, any internet criticism, which is a problem as a internet you know podcast but 
Either way. Without further ado, we're going to roll the cursed dice. Fade the dice season. Fade the dice. So we just want, for most of these besides, I'm trying to think of anybody's away favorites. Florida's an away favorite, so we want we want Florida, but we just want to see a lot of H's this week. A lot of H's. We want big dogs, big strong dogs. So, oh yes, first one off the bat, Texas Tech ISU, twelve and a half. Oh yes, we got big. Yeah. Let's move on to the battle of the uh, I guess purple folk, Kansas State at <laughs> TCU. <laughs> what? I don't know what to call this. It's a purple game. There's a lot of purple going on. 3 p.m. Fox, the original, normal Fox. TCU is favored by eight and, and nothing. Just eight. God, I just need to cut this. <laughs> this no, is a lot. Leave it. Hey, You've been podcasting start. for an hour and a half straight. 3 p.m. on normal Fox. <laughs> 3 p.m. normal Fox, Kansas State at TCU. All right. Frogs favored by eight. Jameson, we're going to go snake draft on this. Are the frogs favored by too much? Do you believe that they can get a win at home, or do you think the cats will, uh, you know, continue their hot streak? I love the frogs here. I like them at minus eight. I've really liked, like I said earlier, how they've been playing um, with Duggan in, and um, I think they keep on rolling. I, I think this team is very good. I saw a lot of great things um, from them in that Texas game, um, and like I said, uh, K State. Uh, they got lucky last game because, uh, you know, no Alan Bowman. Uh, and that's a big part of that Texas Tech offense. And then still, they put up 31 points, which is nice. Um, but still, I really like TCU. I really did. And um, I'm going to keep on rolling with them at the minus eight. Yeah, I, I mean, look, you may, you may criticize me for my flip-flop last week. But I like, I like the Frogs here. Give me TCU to roll on. Uh, I don't like the hook. You know, I'm not super confident because it's eight, not seven. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I think Gary Patterson and crew will keep it close and or not keep it close, but do enough to get that cover. <laughs> Their favorite. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not keep it close. I think TCU covers uh, this eight-point spread. I think it's narrow. I wouldn't touch it with an eight-and-a-half-foot pole. But give me the frogs for the purpose of this exercise. Ty, what do you think? Again, this is just the Big 12 so toxic uh, this year in terms of the betting. Um, I will say, believe it or not, last week, had I known that TCU was going to wear the helmets that they did, I would have picked them outright. Obviously, that was the right take. Uh, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but that's a layup. Uh, K-State also kind of dependent on uniforms to win. Uh, I don't think they would have beat OU had we not worn cursed helmets. Um, that were also objectively just bad. Um, too large, too large. Yeah, like they just weren't even sized correctly. Um, but I, I think that TCU at home um, eight here is a, a very solid um, line to pick. I think it comes down to the coaches, and I have a lot of faith in, in Gary Patterson and whatever the hell his haircut is. <laughs> That's fair. That's bad. It is weird looking. (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay. We just want to see H's. Roll only H's. So now TCU, Kansas State. Please let me, like, actually side with my team for once. Dice, please. Please. Oh, dang it. Gosh. I'm getting too big with the dice rolls. Oh, no. Gosh, I can never. 
The dice won't let me choose my team. TCU, hot, very hot team. We would be we would be two and zero if it wasn't for the fact that we didn't start some walk on quarterback at uh, our first game. Doug would have come out, balled out, beat ISU. We'd be at the top of the table, but no. We're we're towards the middle, but we still have a chance to make the Big Twelve championship. So I'll take you, but hate that pick. Hate that pick. KSU, not good. They have a used number, but not good. Weird fun fact: This is the uh, this is the last Big Twelve game we're going to pick before OU Texas. So, you know, as a treat that the uh, you know Big Twelve schedule has bestowed upon us, we get to talk about non Big Twelve games. This is so fun, and they're actually good. Let's start out with Florida at Texas A and M. Um, 11 a.m. ESPN Gators favored by uh, six and a half on the road. Ty, what do you think about Florida? You loved them last week. Didn't quite get the cover against South Carolina on your wild card pick. Uh, do you still love the Gators or uh, are you gonna are you gonna kind of turn on them here? Are any chance to bet against Texas AM against a team that is hands down far superior to them by only a touchdown? Yeah. I think Florida here. Easy. Texas A&M is not good, folks. Give me Florida easy. Jameson, are you going to do it again? Are you going to learn your lesson? Texas Are you going to go Texas A&M? Oh, man. I really want to. But whenever I did it with Kansas, I said, okay, I learned my lesson, and I moved on, and it's really helped me. I should learn <laughs> from my experience. Whenever you get burnt really hard, do not go back to that same tree. You can go to another fun tree, eat another forbidden fruit like I'm doing this week, but do not go back to that same tree. I'll take Florida <laughs> minus six and a half. Hello, I'm everyone. Proud. My name is Jameson, and I have a Kansas problem. I, I have a problem picking Kansas and Texas a gets Alabama. I will say that, Hey, that's progress. I'm proud of you. It's, it is frustrating to try to research this year because, like, I just searched – Florida against the spread, and it had nothing to do with football, which is really unfortunate. But I was reading how terrible they are against the spread, and I was really wondering why Florida's economy was based on Florida against the spread. But it kind of made sense to me, you know, that the entire state's economy would be predicated on betting against Florida or for Florida. But then I realized it was a different. They're one yeah, of my I mean, first I gotta say, Ron DeSantis, he's just not very good. You know, um, he's not a very good corner. Can't stop anything at all. Everything gets past him. It's a mess. They they, they need to they need to bench DeSantis. Uh, anyway, that's probably a little too political. Anyway. Next is Florida. Yeah, we we gotta get uh, the away here. We can't we can't rely another week on Texas Tech. There we go. There we go. There we go. Florida, Florida minus six and a half, and I love that number. Ooh, that's good. I love you. I talk about it all the time. I love these numbers. That mm, that little that little negative hook right there to get me just a touchdown win. Oh, baby, I love I love that number. Anyways, moving on to <laughs> a game that I'm sure y'all are thrilled about because y'all have been loving on this team this entire season. Virginia Tech at North Carolina, the number 19 ranked Hokies going to Chapel Hill to face the number eight North Carolina Tar Heels and Sam Howell. That will be an 11 a.m. slate on ABC. Uh, Tar Heels, North Carolina, are favored by five and a half points. 
Jameson, I know you love yourself some Mac Brown. Do you, do you think he's do you think he's gonna get another big win here at Chapel Hill, or do you see the you see them Turkey Boys sneaking up on him? Here's the thing. I decided to pick UNC as my lock or my wild card last week in spite because I wanted to gain back on Boston College. Now Boston College once again screwed over my um, pick of the week, and I did not win that. Here's the thing. Let's let's keep back with this um, Boston College pipeline. I originally picked Duke to cover versus Boston College, and Boston College beat them by like 30. It hurt. It really hurt. <laughs> Duke. Duke is now currently 0-4. Who did Texas Tech play last week, you might ask? What does this have to do with Virginia Tech? <laughs> Duke played Virginia Tech last week, and Duke only lost by seven to Virginia Tech. I ain't taking any of this. Give me UNC minus five and a half. I am sneaking through this. Man, you don't beat Duke by only seven, and then give me five and a half points versus North Carolina. <laughs> that ain't happening, sister. Come on. Bit of a travesty. Bit of a travesty. What does any of that analysis have to do with this game? What does the analysis have to do with anything? Do I actually know the, like, the betting like statistics of what's going on? I just got to go with what's in my heart to what I feel is going to be. Sometimes my heart tells me wrong, and like I said, I eat that forbidden fruit, and it comes back to bite me. It eats you really hard whenever you go one and seven. But you know what? This <laughs> this one's got to work eventually. This Jameson, one's got to work. Jameson. Jameson is going full Pepe Sylvia here, you know. <laughs> Charlie no, with what, all what of I'm, everything going on. What I'm confused about is that we all knew that you were going to pick North Carolina from the start. Like you started by talking about all your high in North Carolina, and then you went through this big convoluted chain, and where we thought it was going to go somewhere else, and then you're like, and that's why I'm picking North Carolina. And wasn't it great? It was. Sure. It was a highlight of the pod. So far. <laughs> it was worth it. It was good. Oh, man. I'm going to make it simple. No, go ahead, Ty. Sorry. No, it's fine. No, it's okay. No, you can't. <laughs> so, so, anyways. Um, so, anyways. anyways wait, what wait, I was going to say is I'm going to let Bobby take it here. I, I'm going to make my pick. I'm going to make my pick. So, I'm going to go with UNC minus five and a half just because they're a way better football team. I know they were rocky against Boston College. Uh, I just – I don't know enough about Virginia Tech, so I'm gonna no. I'm gonna go with what I know. I think the Tar Heels get a win here, five and a half. That's just too low. Um, look, if, if it was even seven, seven and a half, I might think about the Hokies, but that's just too low for me. Give me, give me Mac Brown and the Tar Heels to get a solid win here. Um, I think it might be close though. Ty, what do you think? Yeah, North Carolina. Cool. I'm, I'm glad we made North Carolina fan. I'm glad we made that easy. Glad we made that easy. So. <laughs> We're moving on. Virginia Tech, UNC. Actually, this is another one I want away. I, I'm uh, small frauds, small frauds that are UNC. They can't cover worth crap. So we're going in on this. Come on, come on. Give me a little A. Give me a little A. Give me a little A. Oh, gosh dang it. Okay, okay. As usual, the card derailing. The card derailing. UNC minus five and a half. Probably gonna like. Probably gonna be up by like fourteen the entire game. Gonna come back at the end, win by like four or something like that. Don't cover the spread. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. The Vols make their first appearance on the Pick'em uh, this year. Fourteenth ranked Tennessee. That feels gross coming out of my mouth. Uh, at Georgia, number three. Um, dogs favored by twelve. 
Somehow I got a six and a half point line before the pod started. I don't know why, but it, this makes more sense. UGA minus 12, ESPN 630. Um, Ty, do you think Georgia gets another big win between the hedges, takes out another SEC East foe, or do you think uh, Tennessee keeps this thing close? I think that, one, I, I loved that uh, that six and a half that you had for us earlier. Um I'm just but trying I to think, pad everyone's stats here. <laughs> yeah, I I really think that you know Tennessee. I no idea why they're 14, um, but I really think that Georgia has really shown out that they're really promising, and I really like this. Uh, I really like this line. I, I would expect um, Fromm to have at least like four or five touchdowns. Easy. <laughs> um. <laughs> Davis is not allowed to laugh about having quarterback data that's like three or four years old. <laughs> oh, but well, don't, don't even. I've got. I've got, I, I've got transferred in, transferred like in 2012. <laughs> well, look. Okay, so I got to say, Tennessee. I know Josh Dobbs is coming back for his eighth year, uh, and I think he he could put together a solid solid performance. I'm kidding. Uh, look, Tennessee. I think they're on the way up. They're heading in the right direction. But UGA is just clicking. Give me the dogs at home to uh, cover that 12. Um, I, I, I think this thing could be one of those where it looks easier than it actually is. Might have to sweat it out a bit. But I think Georgia definitely covers 12. So, uh, Jameson, who you got? You got the Bulldogs right. or the, uh, or the uh, you know, Hound Dog? Whatever the hell Smokey is. <laughs> okay. The Volunteers? <laughs> Well, I mean, Smokey is like a—he's a type of dog. He's like a blue tick, blue tick, right? I don't know. A blue healer is that what it is? I think it's a healer. Anyways, Jameson, yeah. you go. Um. Okay. So, uh, let's play another game. Let's talk about. Let's go through here. So last week, in my analysis of the Georgia Auburn game, I said I don't trust JT Daniels coming in for Georgia. Guess what? JT Daniels doesn't take a single snap for Georgia. Stetson Bennett was the new quarterback for Georgia. And he was solid. Horrible picking on my end. Let's talk number two. I also said I really liked Auburn because I really like that Pickens guy that's then. Guess what? He's a guy who decommitted from Auburn and went to Georgia. Another bad, bad analysis on my end. I've disrespected Georgia too much. And that defense looked dominant. I know that we make fun of Bo Nix a lot, but like they held him to six points. Like, Give me Georgia minus 12. What's going on here? I think Ty's playing Rocky Top. <laughs> Dang it. I'm, I'm going to get a copyright notice now. I thought, that was a, I thought that was a Walmart yodeling kid for a half second. I was like, what is going on? I go, he's come from the ashes. <laughs> Mason Ramsey, come on the pod. You know what? I, should I pick Tennessee? Ooh, Tennessee. Hmm. That could be another tasty treat. (laughs) Giving me an (laughs) opt-out. That's an opt-out. Jameson, you can (laughs) opt-out. Ooh, an opt-out. That worked so well for Bobby. (laughs) I'm sticking with Georgia. Minus 12. 
Give me. I, okay. I like on the real. I really liked Zamir White. Um, I liked him coming out of high school. I watched a couple of his tapes. He's a really highly touted running back. Um, now he's their main man in Georgia. Georgia does a really good job um, of producing good running backs. And um, yeah, I give me Georgia. Absolutely. All right. Good picks. Okay. So now we go in. We're, we won. We won H's again. So. Georgia, uh, Georgia versus Tennessee. Tennessee, no way they win this. No way that it's even close. Oh baby, oh baby, we're cooking. We're cooking this week. Oh yes, Georgia minus six and a half. Oh yes, we're getting we're getting the picks that we need. We need a bounce back card this week. As I said, we turned the page. We turned the page on these two win records right here. We're on a we're on a new page, a new chapter. We're winning this week. All right, moving on to ESPN. All right, good picks. I don't know what to say, man. It's been <laughs> anyways. Miami at Clemson, ESPN's game of the weeks. Uh, the s- number seven ranked Hurricanes at the uh, number one team in the country. Uh, Six thirty e- uh, ABC. Clemson favored by fourteen. Jameson, uh, do you think the Canes keep this close, or is it more of the same? Miami overhyped coming into a uh, you know Clemson and getting blown out. What do you think? Yeah, um, we were thought to be impressed by them whenever they beat the other bird with teeth in Louisville. But then we learned Louisville really, they had a lot of weaknesses. So how good of a win was that actually? Um, And we were really, really impressed by that so much that now they've skyrocketed to the number seven team in the league. I ain't buying a lick of that. Give me Clemson minus 14. Yeah, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep this very easy, very simple. Clemson's going to cover this. Um, Miami, that's that's just this. It's it's new year, new chain, same Hurricanes. Clemson rules the ACC. They're going to win this one big. Yeah, I I have Clemson here as well. I, I will just say, you know, run the tapes back, listen to the earlier uh, pickums. I have been saying from the start that Miami's trash. They just aren't as trash as UAB or Louisville, who are just like almost Oklahoma, they're so bad. Hey, so let me let me let me say this one quick. Um, so Tom Huber, a loyal listener and my friend that listened to this podcast, wanted us to throw out a lock because he wants to get behind a lock. He does not like that we've been just kind of just very daintily getting behind it. Lock, Clemson, Huber, lock them. Okay, yeah, our weekly lock of the century. We're going to go with Clemson here. <laughs> For our weekly lock would, of the century, it's I would Clemson. Lock, I would lock Georgia um, if I were to lock one this week, but yeah. This Actually, is I'm going to go different because I, I'm going to – my weekly lock of the century is going to be Florida. Next, Miami Clemson. Please, dear God, give me Clemson. Please give me Clemson. <sighs> okay, we're going to you. We're going to you. That's fine. That's fine. Maybe maybe the swagger will finally kick in and they'll actually perform on the field versus a quality opponent, but probably not going to happen. So uh, right now the card's about 50-50, 50-50, but honestly better better than what's been uh, produced the past few weeks. And- it's a wild card. Wild card. Okay. I don't forget what it's called. It's, it, we, it has had many a name. It is not a lock. It is not a picker's pick. It's a wild card. So... Let's get weird. Let's make some picks. Uh, I'll go ahead and go first on this one. Um, I'm not going to pick any. I, look, I we always do you know pre-production stuff, so it would be real mean to me to pick Boko the Bobcat over 
one of these guys because Boko is probably going to show up. I'm going to go with UN. Uh, sorry, not UNC. Um, Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> you can't pickers pick one that's on the slate already. <laughs> Notre Dame over Clemson against Miami. <laughs> I'm going to go with. Okay, I'm going to go with Notre Dame over um, Florida State. I believe that's a 21 point line. If it's 28, what, look, whatever. Give me any number. They're going to beat Florida State by that much. That's how bad the Knolls are. Um, I think Notre Dame is a legitimately good team, uh, which is going to probably bite me in the ass at some point. But they're certainly good enough to cover. Let's. I'm going to call it 21. Um, so give me, yeah, give me, give me Notre Dame at 21, 28. Either one of those, yeah. Give me the Irish. Yeah, I'll, I'll go next. I I really like that one. That was one that I considered um, <clears throat> for mine because I, I think, you know, like you said, Florida State is just uh, and Notre Dame. I don't I don't think is playoff level, but they are always a really solid team. Um, so I, I really I agree with you there on that one. Um, but I have a different one, and it is one that. I think when you really look at all of the stuff that adds up to it, it's a really, really good bet, even though it does have a 20-plus line. So when we look at college football, one of the sort of big trends in modern college football is the dominance of a couple teams. And another trend is that there's one coach to really rule them all here. And he is a coach that has produced a lot more of coaches and rehabilitated coaches. He's currently working on Bo Pelini and uh, Mike Stoops, who is a better defensive coach objectively than Alex Grinch, um, period, hands down. Um, And that is obviously Nick Saban at Alabama. And today, not today, but at some point this week, he's going to be playing one of his former assistants, who is also just a, a failed individual, Lane Kiffin, who is like the guy from Catch Me If You Can, if he just failed at every con that he ever tried, but he just kept trying them. And Lane Kiffin is currently conning Ole Miss as their head coach. Also, he's gotten fat. Um, (laughs) I'm going to take Alabama minus 23 at Ole Miss here. It does not matter if Ole Miss wears powder blues. It does not matter if Lane Kiffin is Zoom coaching from a freshman girl's dorm room. Not matter. Nick Saban absolutely dominates his former assistants. He like only teaches them just enough and he keeps the special sauce. Give me Bama right here. 23. I don't think I want any of Lane Kiffin's special sauce. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds bad. Did, did you guys hear his, Lane Kiffin do his uh, post game or whatever press conference during the week? And, and they're like, it looks like Lane Kiffin's late. And then all of a sudden he's like, Lane, is that you? And all of a sudden, you just hear us flushing up a toilet. He's like, yep. How's it going? He is so fitting for Ole Miss. I, I wish he would stay there forever, but he's going to be barred from the NCAA probably if he does. Oh, my God. I led the turnover money bag. It's just <laughs> that it's can't, too on the nose. Yeah, it's so amazing. It's almost as bad as KU and their uh, stripper poles with the muddy shooters and Snoop Dogg. It's just so very like, remember when we did that? We definitely did that. Um, <laughs> all right. The worst, they could have brought up like fake, like burner cell phones and make it even more 
Hugh, a nod to Hugh Freeze. But, um, you know, what, you know what is funny though? I would bet that the turnover money bag is actually just tied to a financial money bag, like a legit. Like I bet they're actually paying out bonuses for turnovers. There's actually money in the. Yeah, in the bag. there's actually money in the bag. Anyways, Jameson, you, you it like in your, your waistline when they hand it back. Oh, Jameson, I know you want to get your pick out. Uh, who do you got for your wild card of the week? Okay, I've learned to not hold grudges <clears throat> on picking wild cards. I really want to pick Syracuse plus two and a half versus Duke. Man, Syracuse did me well. Syracuse did me well versus Pitt, and it felt so good. And Duke did me so wrong versus Boston College. But like I said earlier, I should not hold grudges. This is for bad picking. I went one and seven last week. And you said it at the beginning, but I've got to go where I know things work. And I said it. Boko the Bobcat is coming. They are seven and a half point dogs versus Troy. Troy just got their ass handled to them, handed to them by BYU. I understand BYU's been very exceptional this year. But let's let's look a look, let's take a look at Boko the Bobcats um, schedule and just see how they've done this year in general, you know, versus opponents uh, that have been somewhat reputable. Even though they're one and three, they played Boston College last game, only lost by three. Ooh, I know what to think about Boston College. Um, they beat ULM by 21. They only lost to UTSA by three, and they lost to SMU by seven. They keep things close. Troy is usually a pretty good football team. But Boko the Bobcats got momentum on his side, and you just can't go away from things that you know that work. I need some solidarity. And it's Boko plus seven and a half. Hey, I can't I can't fault you for Boko. He is just rolling down the river and is with his tubing degree or um, <laughs> no, that was his hobby. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways, cardiology. He's working on it still. It's been 92 years. He, he has a couple. He he's just trying to figure out the uh, you know the the electives, which who knows what that is. But <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Let's move on to the main event. We usually hold the OU game before the wild card, but it's OU Texas. So let's get down to it. Best part of the week, the wild card game, where I just leave it up to double chance. We're doing double chance. It's never it's never a marquee game. It's always something super small. Uh, sadly, no Campbell on the board anymore. They had their last game of their four-game season last week. So sad. The Campbell Campbells, long. Uh, they're they're gone, but not forgotten. So now, as we do it each week, let's see which game on the slate we will be picking. So two, two. Oh, that's gonna be the Friday night game. What's the Friday night game? Ah, Louisville Jordan. Oh, Scrappy Dogs. Scrappy Dogs are back. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, Scrappy Dogs are back. We got Redemption Dogs. Redemption Scrappy Dogs. Ah, Georgia Tech. Okay. Louisville. Louisville, Louisville, Louisville. Oh, do not like that line. Oh, five's a weird number. Weird number, but we got to do it. We got to do it. We got to do it. So it's Louisville at Georgia Tech. So let me write that down. Louisville. Louisville. 
we want the we want the home team here. We want we want redemption with the scrappy dogs. They lost they lost bad against uh, UCF earlier, and I was really on them. But I still believe I still believe that they had that scrappy dog spirit in them. So let's get it. Let's get away. Let's get away. Let's get away. Let's get away. There we go. Scrappy dogs. Scrappy dogs are back. Oh yes, that's what we needed. That's what we needed to turn around this card. Oh, to get just a good scrappy dog pick. OU versus UT. Come on, Sooners, baby. Come on, Sooners. There we go. There we go. Yes. OU minus one and a half. So, card looking decent. OU versus UT. Come on, Sooners, baby. Come on, Sooners. There we go. There we go. Yes. OU minus one and a half. So, card looking decent. Sooners, Longhorns, Cotton Bowl, you know the drill. The crowd might be a little thinner, but you know what? Still OU Texas. Throw the records out. Honestly, that probably doesn't matter because they're both garbage anyways. But 11 a.m., big nude Saturday on Fox. Sooners somehow favored by a point and a half. So really, honestly, a coin flip for the most part. Um, I'm sure you'll probably want me to go first, and I'll go ahead and do it. Look. I'm very aware that <laughs> all the odds, every sabermetric, every single thing has Texas winning this. And I know these two knuckleheads are going to throw their horns up, and I'm going to be so frustrated when they do it as we're an OU football podcast. So, yeah, dude, get those down. Get those down, Ty. <laughs> but you know what? I, I can't I, – I, I don't have it in me to go with my head here. I'm going to go with my heart. Give me the Sooners to bounce back, get a win over Texas. This OU team ain't much. It's not great, but I think they're good enough to pull it together when they need it the most, or else this season is going to go way off a cliff. Give me the Sooners to get a big win in the Cotton Bowl um, and get the season back on track. Get that hat for another year. So, Jameson, I'll have you go next, and then I'm sure Ty will have some shenanigans. So, who do you got? I am hurting inside. There are so many emotions going through me. I feel like I've been kind of an OU homer recently with picking the spreads. I feel like I've been, oh, for sure, OU is going to outperform them. I feel like I know more about OU. And it's kind of bit me recently. I mean, what, we're one and two on picking OU. Uh, they're one or two against the spread, and it, and it hurts. Texas, you know. They, they've done me well, decently, yeah. You know, horns up, two for one against the spread. Not bad. Or I guess, no, it's not two for one. They're one and two. Um, pardon me. Oh, <laughs> that changes things. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, what, what I'm getting to here is um, OU's um, run defense, I feel like really, I mean, OU's run offense really, really hurts them. Like you said, it makes them very one-dimensional on offense. And it makes it makes it really, really hard for us to lean on the offense and for our defense to do a whole lot, um, you know, a whole lot better or worse. We, the defense can't hold up our offense is what I'm trying to get at. Um, and there are rumors that Seth McGowan is in concussion protocol and will not be um, able to play on uh, Saturday. I'm sure we'll know more by the time that this pod is released. Um, I just don't see OU having a solid enough team. And like I said, Texas is very solid and we just lost to a team that made no mistakes and is very solid as well. So I'm going to go Texas here plus one and a half. 
definitely fair. I honestly agree with most of those points. Horns up. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to keep it really oh, mellow. Yeah. Now, boom, a couple horns up. <laughs> Ty, it's your turn. All right. So I, it's on my, you know, on a reasonable assessment. Um, Texas, you could make the argument against OU is <clears throat> under Tom Herman uh, very much what we talked about with Iowa State with them being sort of a video game enemy. Uh, what I will say is that Iowa State is that video game enemy, if you guys remember that um, analogy on like normal levels. So they're there, they're not going to make mistakes, but they're not going to play great, and they're going to be just good enough that if you make a bunch of mistakes, they will beat you. Texas, under Tom Herman against OU, has traditionally, in my mind, been that video game enemy on the maximum setting. They are not, if we do everything right, they are not going to straight up beat us in a, you know, all out, everyone executing, everyone playing at the top. Um, even this team this year, I, I think we are still a better team if we did everything right or more things right. But I think that Texas is that video game enemy on maximum difficulty. And we saw how difficult that was against Iowa State. I don't think OU has it. And I mean, part of this is an emotional hedge. Um, at least I'll have that win uh, if OU loses. But I also have to go uh, with Texas here to. I'll just say I'll just say Texas to cover because it it doesn't matter and it's you know a little easier to say. So yeah, I don't I don't have a you know crazy uh, take here. It's it's OU Texas week. So give me Texas. Somehow somehow OU is going to win by like one. And then, well, I guess if OU is going to win, but not nobody them. covers. <laughs> well, I guess, wait, in that case, actually, that'd be great for both of you. Bad for me, but also not bad for me because OU won. That's good. So, you I, that's fine. No, I wouldn't care. I'd be thrilled. I, I'm already awful. Look at me. I, I'm, I'm only beating a guy rolling dice by one, one win. I don't care. I'm good. I'm good. That video Anyways, gets me again. <laughs> yeah, th- this is like this is like uh, like you said on hard mode. You know, uh, it's it's the difference between you know, I guess just uh, Super Mario Brothers and Battletoads. I don't know. Nobody gets that reference. Let's just wrap this thing up. Um, well. Think well. <laughs> it's well hey. Making bread or making sourdough bread. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got to listen to the sourdough uh, bread bonus feature that's some good stuff but don't google anything you hear mm, no okay well look hey thank y'all so much for listening to us this nope. entire week either either if it was just the picks or you know OU Texas and the picks and Iowa State we really do me uh it really we really appreciate it and uh we're gonna keep putting out this content through you through the wins through the losses you know because we're, we're here for you and uh, your support means everything to us. And um, yeah. So thank you so much for listening really means a lot. We're going to keep, keep this thing a rolling. Um, I'm saying this just in case we lose again next week, because yeah, that's a very real possibility, but keep sticking with us. Keep sticking with us. We will somewhat cover it with uh, as much joy as we can. So Ty Jameson, anything you want to say before we head out? Nope. Nope. Yep. All right. Well, for me, for me, Ty, Jameson, and Boat and Blake, 
This has been the weekend spread presented by the Schooner Pod. We'll see you next week where hopefully we're not too miserable to uh, not podcast. We're going to podcast. It'll be well, great. So, so anyways, we'll see you next week. Boomer Sooner beat Texas. Horns down. <laughs>